0: Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a
1: plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman
0: knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Welcome into another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow, Des Moines Professional Alternative at Tax Doctor Inc serving you here in the central Iowa area. We always appreciate your time here on the podcast as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement with Tony. He's got an office in Des Moines, and you can find him online at origtaxdoctor.com. That is origtaxdoctor.com. Make sure you give our podcast a like, subscribe, check out past episodes, as well as get notifications on upcoming ones. And if you have any questions or concerns, as always, reach out to Tony before you take any action, 844-707-7381. it's 844-707-7381. Tony, my friend, how are you this week?
1: I'm great, thanks. Great start to the summer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mentioned on the last podcast for folks who might have caught that about you going to Pebble Beach and doing the marshalling there at the uh, at the tournament, which is very, very cool. Uh, but I forgot to bring up that you also made a trip out to Napa. How was that?
1: Uh, Napa is a, a fabulous place. We go out every year, and so we went out before I had to go marshal, and it's just such a, a relaxing place and of course we're you know we're wine lovers so that well, doesn't that certainly hurt you're right <laughs> the food out there is is wonderful so it was quite a trip It could be worse places to go, right? (laughs) That's right. That's that's exactly right.
0: Well, I'm glad you had a good time, and uh, I wanted to bring that up from before, and I had forgotten to do that. And so if you're tuning into this week's podcast, now, last week we talked about some things, some financial items that maybe are a little overrated, just took a couple of things and kind of took a different viewpoint to take a look at them. Well, this week, we're going to talk about a few financial things that maybe are underrated. So a little companion podcast, if you will. So after you check this one out, if you did not listen to the past one, please go and do that. Check that out. And you might find that beneficial as well. All right, buddy. So let's talk about liquidity and why liquidity is underrated. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of those areas where I think everybody kind of thinks about it and says, well, I'm not going to get any growth out of this. So I think, is that why it's underrated? Do you think? I think that's
1: one of the big reasons. Yes.
0: Give me some things to think about as to why we could maybe uh, appreciate liquidity more.
1: Well, I think most of us, you know, are all, you know, we're concerned about retirement planning and making sure we're okay when we get there. We tend to stuff a lot of our money into those types of accounts right. and things. And then what we find a lot of times is people don't have a lot of liquidity or cash on hand is, is really what that comes down to. Now, I'm not a big advocate of having you know too much cash on hand, Sure. But as we kind of wrapped up last week in an email about you know having enough cash on hand in an emergency fund, and, and really I'm a big believer in liquid funds, different funding methods, to cover all kinds of little things that come up in life. And that most people, if they don't have this cash on hand, tend to either have to use credit cards, which is generally not a good thing for those things. <laughs> right, or right? They'll make early withdrawals out of the things we're, we're trying to save and use for you know that future, which is generally retirement.
0: Yeah. You know, and liquidity, if you're thinking about the three items, right, you typically see, you know, growth, safety, and liquidity. I saw this cartoon and it used to strike me as pretty funny. It was a guy uh, like at a delicatessen line, like at a restaurant, and he's looking, you know, at the person, to, you know, going to make his sandwich or whatever. And on the sign behind him, it said something like, you know, freshness, good taste, good price, or something like that pick two of three, <laughs> all right? You can only right. get two of the three. And that's the same thing with our investments. And so a lot of times liquidity kind of gets to, he's kind of the step cousin there, if you will, because people are thinking about, they want to be safe, but they also want to yep. grow, right? I think those two get the forefront, but liquidity definitely can be quite important to the emergency talk, the conversation we just had, so on and so forth. So definitely don't overlook that. And if you're having questions, you know, about how you're properly allocated, look into the liquidity side of those things as well. All right. Predictability. Now, predictability is certainly underrated because I don't know about you, but I I like to know that my check's coming each week or every two weeks or whatever the case is.
1: Yes. And, you know, when we're young, we're all looking for that next, you know, exciting and hot thing. And and we want to have as much growth as possible. But as we start aging, especially as we're getting towards retirement, and then like with most of our clients that are in retirement, they need that predictability and, you know, the basic knowing that, you know, I I know roughly, you know, how much I've got coming in from this investment every month, rather than just hoping for a lot of growth. And so, you know, a lot of times, as we age, those Exciting things don't become quite as exciting anymore. Right. And we just want something that, you know, we know that we can count on in our income equation.
0: Well, uh, Tony, do we really want our investments to be exciting, especially as we're approaching, you know, the pre retiree, retiree stage? (laughs) I mean, we should have had a lifetime of excitement, right?
1: Had all that already. You know, now it's more, you know, the return of your principal than return on. Obviously, you're trying to get you know, your money to work as hard as you can right, right? through retirement, but, you know, you don't need a whole lot of excitement or, in other words, volatility maybe, or things that maybe you don't quite understand.
0: And I think a lot of times people, when they're starting to first get to retirement and they're wondering how they're going to turn their 401k or their IRA into income streams, that's probably where some of the, the hiccup comes, correct? People that are like, okay, how now I have this. How do I turn this into predictable income?
1: Exactly. They'll have the big nest egg and they grew it to whatever amount that is. And that's where they really have questions where we have to change their mindset a little bit is now, depending on your, your thought process, whether you're going to use some principle in retirement or just try to live off of the income, generating enough income to meet your goals and everybody's different there
0: right yeah and for a lot of people that is the initial kind of hurdle the accumulation phase is so much easier than the preservation and distribution phase, AKA retirement. So a lot of times having mm-hmm. a conversation with a financial professional to kind of help say, okay, explain to me how we're going to take these different you know accounts and turn them into monthly, you know, generating income items so that we can have that predictability and feel good about that ETF money, if you will, mailbox money, sometimes we used to call it, but now that's, right. you know, now it's all direct deposit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, all right, simplicity, our final one here on some things that are underrated can't I don't know underrated is is a great word for simplicity because you know I just like things easy and simple and not too complicated
1: yes and some people you know again with the proliferation of the internet the news you know people are bombarded with information and a lot of that stuff is made to be exciting and sometimes it's overly complex And, you know, I try to tell people that, you know, if if you can't understand it and you have to have a a long explanation, then that's probably not where we want to be, especially in retirement. Yeah. And we want to keep it as simple as possible so that you understand, you know, where your money is coming from and what those investments are doing for you.
0: Well, I mean, uh, multiple people have different ways of thinking about simplicity when it comes to a plan. For example, some people, you know, maybe money's not their thing or whatever the case is, and or just the terms. Like I think a lot of times, and not that advisors necessarily are trying to talk over somebody's head, but you guys do this every day. So you have terms and jargon, just like any industry, right? And so you start throwing things out, you know, PE ratios and alphas and betas and so on and so forth, uh, expense ratios. and, And sometimes people can get lost in that. So I think a really, truly gifted advisor can take some of this complex information and distill it down to make it simple. Not that you're being talked down to, but just that it's easy to digest.
1: Yeah. And and clients, you know, don't really necessarily want to hear about some of that technical stuff we find, you know, a lot of times they really just want to know, you know, am I with what I have and what I'm trying to do, am I going to be okay? And, you know, how much Am I going to have roughly every month or every year, including, you know, Social Security and the things that you can't outlive, pensions and and some other things?
0: Yeah. And that's why a lot of people do turn to a professional, right? I mean, and I think now I I think, Tony, it's smart that both parties you know, both husband and wife or spouse or whatever, definitely have a good, at least a working understanding of their financial plan so that if something happens to one or the other, the other one's not completely behind the eight ball as well as grieving. Right. So, but yeah. at the same time, having all the nuts and bolts and everything, knowing the innermost workings, that's why you turn to a professional. So I don't think you should get too concerned with that. At least that's in my opinion. Is that how you typically see with that people?
1: I do, you know, and I see a lot of times where one of the spouses isn't in the picture at least with the money. Right. And right. I think that's, you know, not necessarily the best thing. I think that, you know, not that you have to be studying things sure, and, and right, be into right, it as right. as much as as much as your spouse, but you at least need to know what you have and what it's doing for you just in case.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, when we were talking about simplicity and simple when it comes to financial plans. And we've talked about uh, on the podcast before, we've mentioned some general rules of thumb that you definitely hear associated with the financial world, you know, like the 4% rule or a rule of a hundred. And mm-hmm. I had this guy tell me this one time, Tony, have you ever heard of the rule of 11? I thought this was cute. Have you ever heard of that? The rule
1: of 11, uh-huh. not yet,
0: yeah, no. Okay. So this guy said the rule the of 11, 11. and I said, what is that? And he goes, the rule of 11 is, if you can't explain your financial plan to an 11 year old, it's too complicated. <laughs> oh, I see, oh yeah. I well, like it. You know, I agree with that. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was pretty good. And I was like, really? You wouldn't want to go with like a rule of 13 or 14, just a couple extra years? He's like, no, 11, 11. If you can't explain it to an 11-year-old, it's just too darn complicated. I said, okay, well, there you go. So simplicity can certainly be another item that is a little underrated. So that's our main topic this week on the program. Let's turn our attention to an email question that has come into the website, which is Doctor.com. That's Doctor.com. and it's from Terrence and Terrence is over in ankeny and he says tony my dad is in his 90s and his health is starting to decline would it be wise for him to start gifting money to me and my sister while he's still alive so that we don't have to deal with as much estate tax we've also discussed with him possibly signing the house over to us
1: yeah and without knowing you know some more information at least about how much uh, his dad has it's hard to answer, but what we see a lot of times people get that estate tax kind of stuck in their mind. And little do they know that you know the estate tax on the federal level, depending on if you know his dad's spouse is still living, you know, for singles it's eleven thousand or excuse me, eleven million dollars and some change. And then if there's a spouse alive, it's in excess of twenty-one, twenty-two million. I'd have to look it up exactly. So Generally, there probably is not going to be an estate tax due, but, you know, we don't know that. But a lot of times what based on this email, what they're probably thinking is he may need a nursing home. And a lot of people start thinking about gifting money away so that the person that's entering the nursing home, you know, may qualify for Medicaid and. Little do a lot of people know that there's a five-year look-back period. So that strategy, you know, unless his dad could survive five years, may or may not work. Same way with the house. You know, people always want to get everything out of their name so they can qualify for Medicaid. And I I don't necessarily think that's the best idea. And obviously, his dad's in 90 years old. He's not going to be able to qualify for long-term care insurance. But there are some other things that, you know, the family could do to minimize that if that truly is what they're trying to avoid.
0: Yeah and and there's the what with the house thing isn't there um a look back period as well Tony
1: There's a look back period for that yes as well and so again you know if they gifted that over tomorrow and he needed nursing home care you know 2 years from now they're going to they're going to look back and say we're you know Medicaid that is you know we're not going to pay until the you know the 60 months and so a lot of people don't quite realize that and that sort of planning probably needed to take place long ago Rather than now, you know, in '90s. So my best advice would be to at least talk with a financial advisor or your attorney, state planning attorney, something like that, to make sure you're making the best moves there and not just trying to move money around, and and you may not even accomplish what you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and I've heard a lot of different stories and people do that house thing, and then there does wind up being a bit of a a situation there. So definitely make sure you're having a conversation, speak with an elder law attorney and all those good kinds of things. Give Tony a call if you've got some questions or concerns. He can probably help you out if you're not familiar with one. I'm sure he's got someone he might be able to recommend, as well as be able to have some of those questions with you on the financial and tax side. 844-707-7381, obviously there's a lot of details that. Can go into the question that you've got here, Terrence. But hopefully, some of that information gives you a few places to think about. 844 707 7381, your number to call, eight four four seven zero seven seventy three eight one 707 7381, to talk with Tony Morrow and Des Moines Professional Alternative here at the Tax Doctor Inc., serving you in central Iowa and his office, of course, right here in Des Moines. So, Tony, thanks for your time, buddy, here on the podcast this week. I appreciate it, and I'm glad that you had a good time. And try not to miss Napa too much. I'm sure you'll get back out there soon. Oh, I can't wait to get back out there again. We'll see you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man. Don't forget to like us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeart, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever your platform of choice happens to be. And give us a like, give us a review. We'd certainly appreciate it. Tony Morrow has uh, been doing this for over 23 years. He's an EA and a CFP and available to you if you need a little help here on Plan with the Tax Man.
1: Securities offered through HD Vest Investment Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through HD Vest Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through HD Vest Insurance Agency LLC. 6333 North State Highway 161, 4th Floor, Irving, Texas 75038. 972-870-6000. Tax Doctor Inc is not a registered broker dealer or registered investment advisory firm.